This is True Parenting Audio, episode 43. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio, the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. Today I'm going to be sharing with you 10 things I never thought I'd have to say to another human being until I became a parent. When I'm done with the podcast today, I would love it if all of you would come on over to trueparenting.net and check out this article and leave your stories and the things that you've had to say that maybe you thought you would never have to say to another person until you actually became a parent. Hopefully all of us will get a good laugh out of all of the different things that we've had to say to our children. As I get started with this podcast today, I'm reminded of my absolute favorite comic of all time. I love the comic Calvin and Hobbes, and one of my very favorite strips from Calvin and Hobbes is one where Calvin is sitting at the coffee table in the middle of their living room, and he's pounding nails into the coffee table. And pretty soon, his mom comes rushing in after she hears the noise, and she walks into the living room, and she yells to Calvin, Calvin, what are you doing? And Calvin looks up at her with that famous Calvin grin and says, Is this some sort of trick question? As parents, sometimes we forget that just like our children come into the world without any experience, we also entered the world in the same state. And we also, when we were children, did some pretty crazy things. The amazing thing to me is to watch some of the things that my kids do or other kids that I've worked with and to realize that The things that we think are so illogical and make no rational sense whatsoever, they think are completely normal and within the realms of rational thought. Just to give a couple little illustrations of things that my little brother and I did when we were younger, I actually come from a household of six kids. I have a sister that's the oldest, and then I have three older brothers myself and my little brother. And my little brother and I were a little bit removed in years from the older uh, the older kids in our family. And so we spent a lot of time together. And we're about two years apart, and so we like to play together. And when I was probably about six or seven years old, and my brother was about five or six years old, we would go out and we loved to make obstacle courses in the yard. And one day, my mom peered out the front windows of our house, and she caught us as we ran over the top 
of each of the vehicles that were in our driveway. My mom came running out and said to us in a classic Calvin and Hobbes sort of way, what are you guys doing? And we looked at her kind of funny and thought, well, we're running an obstacle course over the tops of the cars, mom. Didn't you just see that? Needless to say, my mom wasn't very pleased with that and had to say, please don't run over the cars anymore. In one specific instance, I can remember my mom being rather upset with my little brother for putting our cat in the dryer and turning the dryer on. Now, don't worry, the cat wasn't harmed and he wasn't in there very long. But to my little brother, this seemed like a good idea. But as an adult, we recognize that that's probably not the best idea. And so today, I'm going to talk to you and share with you 10 things that I've had to say to my kids that I never thought in a million years that I'd have to say to another human being as long as I lived. But it's become pretty commonplace in the case of raising four children of my own. So here we go. Number one is, please don't sit on your brother's head. This is actually a pretty common phrase around our home. My first three kids are boys, and they love to wrestle and roughhouse. And more often than not, someone ends up sitting on someone's head. And I've tried to make it clear to them that contrary to popular belief, heads are not for sitting on. Number two is don't lick the sidewalk. So this actually happened. In the little town where I live, we have this wonderful ice cream parlor. And one summer evening, when I had the kids all to myself, and it was just me and the boys, we went out to this ice cream parlor to get some ice cream. And as we walked out of the store after we got our ice cream, the summer heat kind of caused the scoop of ice cream on my son's ice cream cone to fall to the ground. And before I could put down my other son and go back to help him with that, I turned around and there he was licking the ice cream off the sidewalk. And I had to say to him, please don't lick the sidewalk. And that's one of those things that you just don't expect to have to say to someone. So number three is, why did you pee in the heater vent? Yeah, I couldn't believe this one either. One Saturday, I was sitting in my son's room playing Legos with them, and out of nowhere, my second son, Eli, just offered the information as if he were telling me what color the different Legos were that were sitting in front of us. He said, Kyler peed in the heater vent, and at first I just looked at him and I said, no way. But they both looked at me, and even my oldest son, who had been accused of peeing in the heater vent, looked at me and said, yep, I did. Again, not something I ever expected to have to say to someone. Why, oh, why did you pee in the heater vent? Now, number four is get the Legos out of your pants. If you've followed True Parenting for very long, you've probably found out that Legos are a favorite toy at our house. And sometimes my boys have some conflicts over who gets what piece, and sometimes they try to hide away pieces and put them, put them up where their brothers can't get to them so that they can use them later for other creations that they want to, to make. One day I walked in on a little conflict that was going on between my two oldest sons, and 
pretty soon, my oldest said to me, Eli has the piece that I want, but I didn't see it anywhere on him. And I said, Eli, do you have it? And he lifted up his shirt and the Lego pieces were tucked into his shorts. And I had to say, Eli, get the Legos out of your pants. Number five is don't throw that brick at your brother. My kids love to go outside and play on our country pasture land behind our house. And when we first moved into our house, we had a lot of junk in the yard. And they always loved to go out there and dig in the dirt pile and the kids would dig and play. One day when they were out there all out playing and we were working in the yard, I looked up from my yard work just in time to catch my son with a brick raised above his head, ready to throw it at his little brother. And luckily I intervened in time so that no one was hurt. But when I talked to him later, it was clear that he hadn't even thought about the fact that that brick might have hurt his brother. Number six is books are for reading, not for walking on. This is another one of those things that adults don't seem to understand. Most adults, when we walk through a room with items left on the floor, we try to avoid or step around those items. Kids, on the other hand, they see books and clothing and other items like lily pads, and they jump from one to the next. And often they seem to step on every single item on the floor even when they're not trying to. Number seven is, I would appreciate it if you didn't climb up the walls or the rain gutters. My oldest son climbs everything. Several times we've caught him scaling the rain gutter to get on the roof. One of his favorite things is to put his hands on one side of the, the hall and his feet on the other side and scale up the wall like Spider-Man. It seems self-evident that walls are not for climbing to me, but that concept doesn't seem to make sense to him. Number eight is, please don't put your hands in your poop. It's funny, this is one of those things that it seems like it goes without saying, but I think I've had to say it to every single one of my children when changing their diapers. You unstrap the diaper and almost immediately they show a great curiosity with going straight for whatever's in that diaper. Number nine is if you're going to tie him up, you need to untie him eventually as well. My boys love to play cops and robbers and along with a million other make-believe games that require someone getting tied up with ropes or string. And all of my boys go into it voluntarily, but generally someone ends up stuck somewhere yelling for someone else to come and untie them. And sometimes they just forget. Other times they refuse to untie each other, but for some reason they all want to do it again the next day. That's when I offer this statement of wisdom. If you're going to tie him up, you need to untie him eventually as well. So number 10 is, I don't appreciate your feet in my face. Eli, my second son, is one of the cuddliest people I've ever met. However, he also likes to be upside down instead of right side up, and his feet end up in my face a lot of the times. When it comes to cuddling, we seem to end up with our face and feet meeting much more frequently than I would like. 
It's never occurred to him that hugs and cuddles upright are any different than hugs and cuddles with his feet where his head should be. Although each of these statements are things that I never thought that I'd ever have to say to another person, and sometimes there's even a little bit of irritation that comes along with these things, but at the same time, each one makes me smile when I write it. Each one represents something of the quirkiness and the personalities and the individual types of of things that come with each of my children, and I love them. They make me smile and laugh. So in closing, I want to ask you, I just shared with you 10 things today that were things that I never thought I'd have to say and are some little quirks about my kids. I'd love it if you'd come over to either facebook.com slash trueparenting or come on over to the blog at trueparenting.net and share with us your stories. Go to this article of 10 things I never thought I'd have to say to another person until I became a parent and share your stories, share your statements that you never thought you'd have to say to another person until you became a parent, and share some of those things with us. Let's laugh together and recognize those little quirks that make our children special, and may even endear and bond them to us at times. But like I said, Some of these types of things that come up that seem so illogical to us can sometimes drive us as parents to feel frustrated and irritable. Some of that frustration and irritation can sometimes turn into anger and turn into yelling and can turn us to do and say things that we regret and we would rather not do and say. That's one of the reasons why I created both the Quick Calm Toolkit as well as the True Calm, Parent Relaxation, and Self-Renewal series. Both of these resources give you some practical skills and knowledge that will help you to overcome that frustration and to manage your emotions in a way that you can be calm and collected and act in a way towards our kids, even when things are hard, the way that you truly want to. You can act in ways that will build the relationship and teach your kids the skills and the values that you want them to know and will help you to continue to grow as a person. So please come on over again to the blog to trueparenting.net slash toolkit, and you can get that for free or come on over to trueparenting.net slash gettruecalm. If you have any other questions for me, please email me at andysmithson at trueparenting.net or just come on over and connect with me on Facebook. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I hope that this was enjoyable to you and I hope to hear from all of you. Thanks again. Have a great day.